All right, we're here with a special Christmas episode of 4D Sports, and who else to celebrate Christmas with than our favorite guest, Ray Hernandez. Ray, welcome back on 4D Sports. Uh, you are by far the leading interview on our podcast. Let's go ahead and start with uh, where are you in baseball prep, and when do you find out where Ray Hernandez will be playing next year? Well, um, nice to see you guys again. We'll hear from you guys again. Um, I love being a part of the the interviews and the podcast. Um, I love my time in Virginia. I love you guys. I love that you guys support me. Um, just wanted to throw that out there. But yeah, so I'm at the part in my prep, you know, in the off season where um, I've kind of like I've been working. So now I'm kind of trying not to work as much, even though I need money. But I'm trying to spend time, way more time, lifting um, and hitting. So um, I've been doing pretty well. I feel good. I feel ready. I'm, I'm very motivated for the next season. And I don't find out where I'm going to be playing until after spring training. So there's a lot of work to be done um, until spring training on me and my body and things that I want to do. But that's where the real, like, um, grinding is the most important part. And this is something I've learned in the short period of time that I've been in professional baseball, that spring training is the most important part. That's where you go to, you know, it sets up the whole entire year for you. So it's, it's really important for me to do as best as I can, really impress that I can move up as fast as possible. So being a member of the Atlanta Braves organization, how much fun was it to watch the parent club, the Atlanta Braves, have all that success last year? I know it didn't end like the Braves were hoping, but a very successful season and a lot of uh, a lot of young players to be happy about for the future there in Atlanta. Yeah, no doubt. There's, I mean, it was really fun. Um, it's really fun, especially because I know the players. So it's a little bit different when, you know, let's say watching the Yankees or even the Nationals have, you know, that was like an amazing World Series they have. It's a little bit different. You know, I've met Acuna plenty of times and shook his hand and, He's just one of the most humble guys ever. So watching him perform um, good is just, it's honestly, it just, it kind of motivates me more than anything. <clears throat> Obviously I cheer for them and I want them to do well, but it motivates me because I'm like, listen, this guy was, you know, a few months ago with me or, or usually, you know what? I'll see Freddie Freeman's a good example. I'll see Freddie and I'll say, man, they're between training, you know, this guy is taking ground balls in the exact same spot that I am hitting in the same cage as I am. So that's what I'm striving to be like. So it's really a motivation thing. Sure. Uh, and you don't have to lie. We didn't like seeing the Nats win. It's okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you guys, you guys like the Orioles. That's right. I was like, what are you guys National fans? You guys are no, Chris right, is a Nats right, right, fan. Right. Yeah, we hate the we hate the Nationals. Right. Um, so moving on to a team that all three of us enjoy. Brad is on here as well. Uh, he's being quiet so far. But <clears throat> Liverpool FC. Uh, really appears to be running away with the league right now. We're still only up eight points on Leicester, I suppose, but it's the 14 gap right. between Man City that has me feeling so good. Uh, right. And Ray, I know you and I have talked about this uh, through Twitter, but it, this year feels different. This does feel like the year that Liverpool finally brings home that Premier League title. Right. I mean, I don't know what you're talking about. I haven't, you know, I don't know what you mean about leads or anything like that. You know, Liverpool, I don't know. That's all I got to say. I don't want to <laughs> jinx it. I don't want to ruin it. I don't know what the heck you're talking about. 
All right. Yeah, we don't want to chase it. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I'll tell you because I can't. I can't. I can't hold my tongue to something like this. What I can tell I, you is, I mean, and you got and you got to be excited for Liverpool this year. Oh man, listen. I'm gonna. This is it right here. I'm gonna make the defining statement. If on Boxing Day, so December 26th, if Liverpool beats Leicester City on Boxing Day, not a draw, obviously not a loss. If we right. beat Leicester City on the 26th, it's over. Liverpool will win the league. If we don't win that game, I'm telling you that we, that Leicester. I don't. I don't fear <laughs> Leicester City. They're, they're having a good. <laughs> they're having a good season, but I don't fear them the way I fear Manchester City. And. I don't care. I know they're struggling and their defense is atrocious. Now that Laporte is injured, but Pep Guardiola is a genius and he'll make adjustments. That's the thing. That's the problem with Manchester City this season where Liverpool didn't really improve their squad at all in the summer because our squad was good. Now that injuries are coming in, we're good because it's kind of later in the season, but Manchester City had to improve, you know, their defense. They needed to buy a center back and they didn't. So next season, no matter what happens this season, next season you'll see Guardiola, you'll definitely see maybe even in January them go out and buy a center back because that's been the, the whole reason why Manchester City is in third place and the reason why Liverpool is is flying at the moment. Our defense, even though we haven't had any clean sheets, who cares? We're scoring a lot of goals and we're not even we're not drawing. So as like I said, we'll we'll beat Manchester City again. They're struggling. Leicester City has the best defensive record in the Premier League at the moment, right? They have they've learned the least right. amount of goals. And they're flying, and they're doing good. Jamie Vardy looks fresh. He retired from international football, so he's fresh. His legs are good. He's running great for a 32-year-old. So he's going to continue to do well. Um, I, but I'm, I'm almost – we've already beat Leicester City, so if we can beat them again, the 26th, um, I'm almost certain that, that that's say, That one's at Anfield, too. Teams. Boxing Day's yeah, at Anfield, too. I mean, yeah. I'm, a, I'm, I'm expecting a win. But you never know, man. This, 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 I've been following this club for a while, and <laughs> – I guess that's, I don't know what you mean about a league. I don't want to chat too much about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No doubt. So, yeah, I have a question. So, Go ahead. I mean, let's assume everything Premier League-wise pans out the way that we're expecting as Liverpool fans, obviously. Right. We're going to be optimistic about it. What? Do, how do you feel the chances are for doubling down on the hardware and getting the Champions League as well? Well, I think that if Liverpool, I don't think, I, I don't think at the moment we can do both. I think that the reason we can't do both is because we won the Champions League last year and made it to the final year before that because the because of the Premier League race. Like we made it to the final against Real Madrid, we were you know we weren't going to win the Premier League. We weren't even close. And last season, it was like we well we have to go 100% in the Champions League because we are not going to win the Premier League. Even though we were tight race, we were just like listen, we have to go for the Champions League because there's no guarantee we're going to win the Premier League. I feel like because it's because we haven't won the Premier League ever, we've never won the Premier League. We won first division, right? We've won the highest level of English football, but we've never won the Premier League since it started. I think that, and shoot, I would I would get eliminated right now in round of sixteen of the Champions League for the <laughs> Premier League. I I've said that forever. I want to win the Premier League. The Premier League is the most fun to watch. That's the whole reason I even support Liverpool and not like Barcelona or another team that I've watched. The Premier League is just so great. I love it. So I want to win that. Just have that. Um, but that being said, Liverpool are great at one-off matches. And that's exactly what a tournament is. Mm -hmm. And I don't see any team at the moment. Besides maybe – no, I don't see any team. <laughs> I don't see any team beating <laughs> Liverpool at the moment. I think the team that will give us the most issues 
would be a team like maybe like Bayern Munich, a team that's like playing okay and they have something to prove. So we beat them, you know, we smashed them. Right. But that's the type of they have veterans on that team that have won the Champions League before and the Bundesliga a bunch of times. So it's a pretty even match when you look at positions. Um, but they have that added like, listen, they embarrassed us, so we want to go after them. But there's a good, there, there's definitely a good chance that we can win both. Liverpool at the moment are the best team in, in the world. So obviously, it all depends on injuries is, is the most important thing. As long as we have the squad, if we have, if we have the team that we always have. So if we have, it doesn't really matter who's next to Van Dyke as long as it's Matip or Lovren, not Joe Gomez. I'm not, I don't feel secure with Joe Gomez. As long as it's Lovren or Matip, and then when Fabinho gets back, Fabinho. Um, Wijnaldum and Henderson. That that's my favorite midfield. And then you have players that can make an impact off the bench, like Ox and Naby Keita. Those players and James Milner. These are players that are like that could play for anybody. They can play for any team in the world. So having them on the bench is great. As long as we have that team and nobody gets hurt, I think honestly that we could win both. But I don't want to get greedy. I really just want Liverpool to win the um the Premier League. To be completely honest. Sure. And I tell you what, I, you've spoken about the injuries piling up at the back, and that's that's where I'm a little concerned. But in the midfield and even the the attacking front, uh, I've been kind of impressed with the depth we've had. This team is, you know, the Carabao Cups, whatever. I don't really care about the Carabao Cup, right. but, um, it, you know, we still have the FA Cup to play for as well. And, and we've been right. mixing in youngsters and they've been doing well when we've called on them. So. I've been really surprised at the amount of depth and the success we've had. So with that being said, the Champions League you brought up, uh, the round of 16, we know who's in it now, and we've got five options. Obviously, Liverpool doesn't get to pick, but I wanted to ask you your opinion. Uh, the, the options are Lyon, Atalanta, Borussia Dortmund, Real Madrid, or Atletico Madrid. For me, I'd rather see Lyon if I have my pick, but... Which right. one of those is your pick? If I'm being, if I'm being 100% honest with you, honestly, if I got to pick from those teams, I'll pick Real Madrid. I'm Why? just scared. I'm, so, <laughs> no, I'm not scared. I'm not scared. At the moment, we can be anybody. We play Real, Real Madrid are on a super low at the moment. And yeah. If you can hear anything in the back, it's because my cat is playing in the litter box. So if there's any, no, nah, you're good. Um, I, I want Real Madrid are playing so bad at the moment and they beat us and we, we, they, right now we're at our hottest moment. If I got to beat one of those teams, because this is round of 16. So like I said to you, if we lose, I don't care. Honestly, I would give it to them, beat Real Madrid. You know, we get, we get them back for beating us in the final. Gareth Bale won't, won't be playing because they refuse to play him over there. <laughs> so we have a chance to redeem ourselves. And it's it's a tough enough game where shoot if you know on their day who knows, so it's kind of the best of both worlds. We can beat them, and if we lose, perfect. Then we can focus on we can basically just who cares about the Carabao Cup? Who cares about that? Well, not not the FA, the FA Cup. We should go for the FA Cup. We should definitely go for because it's been a while since we won that too. So the FA Cup and the Premier League is exactly what we should. I think I'll tell you what we what, honestly honestly I think that we'll win. Uh, how about this? How about this? I'll be real with you guys. Now that you're making me think about it. Okay. We'll All win. Three. No, no, no. That's not <laughs> <what> I'm <saying. laughs> You guys are great fans. <laughs> no, they won't win all three. But I, I can almost guarantee we'll win two. And the Premier League is going to be one of them. So I don't, we won't, you know, there's no way that we'll win the FA Cup and the Champions League and not finish the Prem. 
We'll definitely win the Premier League and either the FA Cup or the Champions League. Okay, I'm right, down with how, that. That's how strong I feel at the moment. I'm down with that. Um, I love the confidence. I love it. Yeah, no doubt. So, and like you said, you think Liverpool's the best team in the world, so why not put them up against any team? Such that's as what I'm Atlanta. saying. Right now, I, 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 right now, I, they could play anybody. They could play anybody. A game, a game home, a game away. There's nobody. There, I don't see anyone. I don't see anyone because think about it. Every league besides, well, every single league besides the Premier League is a close race. So there's nobody who's just taking right. it. You know, right now, Borussia Mönchengladbach is is leading in the German league. Like, there's teams all over the place. There's nobody who's just flying, and Barcelona doesn't want to play us. You know, so there's. I mean, who could it possibly be? Not Juventus. Juventus doesn't want to play against us. So I don't know. I think I think there's a good chance that we can win everything this year, just because we're at this perfect moment in time, where Liverpool are flying, our players are young, our players have signed contracts, so nobody's really thinking about well, I want to get paid more, or I want to go to a different you know place. Everybody's kind of in a great spot. Um, Jurgen Klopp is towards the end. He's probably going to retire. Well, not retire. But he's probably going to take a break after this season. That's what I'm worried um, and about. Probably, well, I'm not worried about that, honestly. I think, I think he's kind of earned it. Yeah, and he's earned it. Case scenario, <laughs> what happens? But worst case scenario is, let's say Liverpool go on a, a downhill you know, slide. Well, fine. We'll get you know, Steven Gerrard, and yeah. Klopp will have to come back. So it's just, it is what it is. I just I look at it also, too. I'm looking at it kind of as a player, too. And that's, like, obviously, as a fan, and I want the best for the fans, but I also understand, like, the players' needs, and I understand that the coaches' needs. Like, listen, if we've already won the, once we win the Premier League, what what else is there for Klopp to win besides the FA Cup? He's not going to stay just to win the FA Cup. So he's obviously these guys make so much money that it doesn't really matter. They don't have to, you know, do their job for money because they pay plenty of money. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure exactly what. To be honest, we're we're looking kind of like way ahead, but I'm just, I don't know. I feel good. It's. I'm. I'm expecting a win every time that they go out. Every single time that the boys go out, I'm expecting a win. Um, there's only a few teams that worry me. Like Leicester's hot right now, and they probably don't fear anybody. So when we play, that's what I'm saying. If we play them and we beat them on the 26th, it's over. Too much of a gap. I do agree with you on that. And and to your point about the coaches and even the players to a certain extent. Soccer is different than other sports, and there's not really an off-season for soccer it, because players are either playing in international competitions or the domestic leagues for their club. So very small off-season there for, for these soccer players and coaches. Yeah, I mean, they, that's, why, that's, why, that's why, you know, when I kind of talked about with Jimmy Vardy, he decided you know, two or three years ago, where he said, I'm done with international football. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to be healthy, and I want to be at 100% when I'm playing for my club, the team that makes the money for me, the team where I'm going to be a legend, I'm not going to be a legend for England. But believe it or not, now, you know, Euros, the Euros are coming up. Um, Gareth Southgate is thinking about bringing Jimmy Vardy and having Harry Kane on the bench. Wow. Um, what a turn of events Yeah, we'll that see. Would be. We'll see. Yeah, that'd be amazing. <laughs> he, he's just that kind of player, too. He just, you know, it's hard not to like Jimmy Vardy. I want to move it toward the holidays now with Christmas coming up. Uh, right. let, let's talk about, do you have a favorite Christmas movie? favorite christmas movie i'm not sure i mean i've i'm like everybody else where i've seen home alone and i've seen i'm not i can't really think of one well if you're I got jasmine next to me jasmine's my girlfriend by the way she says elf 
So okay, Alfred's there. That's quality. You know, I we can't go wrong with that. But I'm gonna say my favorite Christmas movie, honestly, is probably The Nightmare Before Christmas. I'm not gonna lie to you guys. Okay, I'll be real, and that's probably my favorite. And Jasmine hates it. She doesn't <laughs> like the movie, but I enjoy. I I just like for some reason that movie. I really enjoyed it. So that's I mean that counts. That's a Christmas movie, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Nightmare Before Christmas. That's mine. Which was your guys? Well, you know so us. We we're big on Disney. Yeah, yeah, we're big on Disney. It's going to be the Muppet Christmas okay. Carol. The Muppet Christmas Carol. Okay. Is that a good one? It, that it's the best it's the version best of it. Telling, it's yeah. the best one. Okay. Of, All right. of the Christmas Carol. Yeah. It, on Disney Plus? They did it better than uh, it Charles Dickens. Plus, yes. Yeah. It's on Disney Plus now. I haven't watched it on Disney Plus yet, so there is an extended version. Right. There is a so song. Which version's on there? Yeah. I don't know which version's on there. If they cut a song short. Um, then you you got the good end of the stick. No, it's right. the bad one. Don't listen to Brad. That's the bad version. <laughs> it tells a story. Um, right. What about favorite Christmas song? Do you have a favorite Christmas song? Favorite Christmas song? Um, man, you guys got some good questions today. I'm thinking... I guess Feliz Navidad because I'm, I guess like the very first one I ever <laughs> yeah. learned. <laughs> no, I think I think that's probably the best one for me. But to be honest, to be honest, I'm because, and this might not be true for every single Hispanic family, but my so Christmas for us is just like that's when everybody gets presents. It wasn't too big on like you know decorating the entire house and eggnog and watching these movies. It was just kind of like all right, this is the time of the year where parents are frustrated because they have to buy all the kids everything <laughs> they want, basically. So like I, you know, I wasn't too big on like watching movies or anything like that. I just you know <laughs> loved having presents and Christmas has, has always been great so I don't really have a favorite song honestly Brad you want to tell them what the Christmas song is well you see I've got a bunch of them going through my head I'm not sure what I want to go with uh I don't know what route you're trying to go down okay because I've got two off the wall ones that people probably wouldn't think of okay I know one is one that you're probably gonna yep. think of yeah, is that what you're going to go with? Well, I don't know if it's my favorite. I Feliz Navidad is special to me just because when we were in high school, we played that. Um, right. And we had fun on stage with that. Right. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, yeah, Italian Dominic the Italian Christmas Donkey is great, too. <laughs> I don't know what that one is. Oh, yeah, you got to YouTube <laughs> that, Ray. That's gold. We're going to have to YouTube that one. Oh, man, it's crazy. What were some of the other um, ones going through your head there, Brad? Uh, Grandma got run over by a reindeer. Oh, wow. Okay, you know what? Now that we're thinking of movies, that one that one's better than Nightmare Before Christmas. Grandma got run over by a reindeer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. oh yeah, that one. And now I'm thinking about it. All of all of the other reindeer. Have you guys seen that one? I haven't seen that one. I don't oh, think I've seen that one. Man, I feel like a nerd now for saying that one. That's okay. <laughs> all of it's it's so it's a. Uh, I think it was on. Either Disney Channel or Cartoon Network. I'm not sure which one. Maybe Nickelodeon, to be honest. I'm not sure. One of those three, obviously. That's where everything came out of. But it's a song about a dog named Olive. A talking dog. Mm-hmm. And he hears the Rudolph and Red Nose Reindeer song. And at the, it says all of the other reindeer, right? But he thinks it says Olive, the uh, other reindeer. Okay. Uh. So he finds Santa, goes to all this thing or whatever. And... um. Help Santa, you know, deliver the presents, and it's a great movie. It's amazing. Okay, 
Nice. All right. Yeah. So I think the other one I was thinking of, Joe, yeah. was going to be Frank Sinatra's Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. So. Yeah. Brad loves him from some Frank Sinatra. Mm, okay. But um, so I think you kind of answered this last question on Christmas traditions. It sounds like it was just getting the presents, um, but not decorating the house. It sounds like right up my alley. I don't have a tree. I never put one up. I just I don't see the point of setting everything up for like a month and then having to take it back down. I'm not one of those people. I mean, there's people who put, especially where I'm from in Orlando, there's people who put their lights up and Thanksgiving and they don't take them down until like Easter or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> they come on there forever. Like they just don't go through the joke. Like if you're going to do that, much you put it up. But it is what it is. Yeah, we had a patient at work say that they didn't take their Christmas tree down ever. It just stays up all year. <laughs> and so I was like, well, then it's not a Christmas tree. tree. It's just, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just a tree. It's a plant. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I like that. All right, Ray. Well, we thank you for joining us again here on 4D Sports, and uh, we'll definitely be keeping tabs on you as your baseball career goes along. And we'll, I know we'll be talking to you when it gets closer to spring training or maybe post-spring training when you find out where you're going. Right. Sounds great, man. All right. All right. And to wrap up here, again, we want to thank Ray for joining us and talking to us. But Brad and I are going to talk about uh, what may be the most uncomfortable World Series that we've ever had to watch um, in our lifetimes. We, well, the thing that would have made it more uncomfortable would have been if it was like the Yankees in there. Yeah, at least the Astros knocked the Yankees out. But man, let me ask you what you think, Brad, because for me, the Astros have become really hard to root for. And I I like Jose Altuve. I like Carlos Correa. I like a lot of their players. But with the cheating scandal that has come out since the World Series with the assistant GM's comments after they beat the Yankees, which really made no sense because he was saying, thank God we signed Osuna who got in trouble for domestic abuse. And he was yelling at at female reporters who have been critical of Osuna because of that reason. Osuna blew the game. He also blew it. Yeah. yeah, He, he isn't the reason. Well, he also blew it against the Yankees. He almost cost him the trip to the world series. Um, because Jose Altuve had to come back and hit a walk off Homer because he blew the save. So it, yeah, I would. I thought that was weird for that reason, and it was just not a good thing. But then the Astros fire that guy, uh, even though it took a little longer than I think it should have. They do fire him, but then the cheating scandal comes out, and that makes it hard to root for the Astros too. Uh, do you feel that way, or are you just? Do you still? I, mean, I don't know. How do you feel? I still kind of like the Astros still. I feel like when you, you know, you talk about teams cheating and whatnot and all this different sort of ways that it comes out. I mean, I'm assuming every team is trying to get some kind of edge and stealing signs and stuff, but you can't do it the way that the Astros did it. And that's the thing. You know, if you're going to steal signs, you can't do it with advances in technology and using that because that's literally against the rules. Um, I still love Jose Altuve. Jose Altuve is great. I'll always love him as a player. He's probably my favorite player playing right now in uh, the majors. Um, yeah, but there's a lot of guys on the Astros that I haven't really liked in a long time, um, ever. So I don't know. It's kind of hard for me to, you know, root for him, especially since they blew it against the, the Expos. Yeah, that's the other thing, right? Like, that will make me not like a team 
so quickly when they stop or when they lose to a team that I really, really don't like. And so it's not so much that I so much hate the nationals. It's just with being an Orioles fan and all the stuff coming out, you know, with Masson, uh, there's some, you know, there's some blood loss there. Um, and really it's kind of weird working in the area where I am now in the DC area. Yeah. Going in and telling people, you know, you're not rooting for the nationals and they look at you like you're the craziest person alive and they can't possibly understand why you wouldn't when you give them very valid reasons. Yeah. Like, look, we grew up with the Orioles. If we're, if we stuck through the Orioles for 15 straight losing seasons, we're not hopping off now. Like we're not going to hop on the Nats bandwagon. Like one, it's disgusting Two, uh, I just, I, the Orioles are look, Hmm. Our announcers are better, so I like watching the games more, even if we don't win. Gary Thorne and Jim Palmer will beat uh, FP Santangelo every single day. Every time I have to listen to FP FP Santangelo call a game, I just, I have to wonder about just banging my head into the wall until I pass out. I mean, it's, it's unbearable. Yeah, he's pretty much the worst. But I will say this in the Nash in the Nationals' favor: I think it is actually good for baseball that a sort of smaller market team ended up winning. Uh, it gives me hope because yeah, I mean it. Because if that if I that, feel like it's better for baseball that way. Yeah, I will say that their GM and they got lucky, right? Like, let's talk about that. The wild card, they they were losing to the Brewers, and Josh Hader, who had been one of the most lights-out relievers, blows it. And then the the Brewers' right fielder inexplicably doesn't square up on the baseball. It rolls past him, and then that's how they beat the Brewers. Then they're playing the Dodgers, who bring in Clayton Kershaw because apparently they love losing in the playoffs. Who is terrible in the postseason. He's terrible in the postseason, especially in relief appearances. They bring him in. He blows it. And then they play the Cardinals. They sweep the Cardinals. That was pretty dominant. Um, I can't really say anything about that. But then in the World Series, they win. They're the first team to ever win four road games in a World Series. <sighs> it was just, it was terrible. I hated it. Um, it was... And really, I give myself the credit because I said, I think when they were playing the Dodgers in that series, I think my exact words were, I don't have to worry. There's absolutely 0% chance that they will win the whole thing. Well, I'm giving myself credit because the four games the Nats won were the four games I watched. The other games, (laughs) the games in DC, I couldn't watch. I didn't have, I couldn't get in front of a TV to watch my other stuff going on. But the four games in Houston, I had time to sit down and watch. And it was miserable. It, I hated it. It was just so disgusting. Um, I, I really couldn't stand it. And, and again, the Nats have won the World Series. It's it's whatever. Chris is happy, which good for Chris. But I'm happy for Chris. Yeah, I'm happy for Chris. And that's a. Hmm. And the, there's I some other Sunday Nats soon, fans that Dave's I know Red that sure will win as well. Uh, yeah. Um, here's the I'm worst part, our though. Will win right. Or, that's the worst know, part. Twenty-five years from now. That's the worst part, right? Is that they did it before the Orioles in our lifetime. 
especially since um you know we didn't jump on the nationals bandwagon when they came to dc <laughs> just because the orioles were terrible in that amount of time yeah because well for me it's hard right because i love the orioles i love the orange and black i love the stadium camden yards our stadium's better that's the frustrating thing right everything except the roster is better in baltimore it, well okay maybe not the city but <laughs> um i like the inner harbor that's fun the stadium's cool our announcers better. are better um our uniforms are better unfortunately we don't have a Color world series pattern is uh more unique because yeah it seems like literally 70 percent of the teams in major league baseball have blue and red as their main colors i just can't i I'm hoping uh, the Orioles haven't unveiled their uniforms, what they're going to look like next year, because Nike's doing them this uh, from here on out, I guess. It better be the exact same. Most of them have been the same, but there's been some that have changed a little. Like, obviously, the Texas Rangers came out, so let's talk about that. Um, the Rangers uniforms got unveiled. I don't hate the Texas Rangers uniforms. I'm just not sure how I feel about the baby blue pants with the baby blue uniforms. Well, and as I had asked before, I'm pretty sure they wore something like that a long time ago. They wore baby blue was, uniforms, but I'm not yeah. sure the pants were there. I think they were. I could be wrong about that. But, um, in fact, I want to say that they were. I might be thinking of the Royals instead, but I don't know. Um, it, it does look a little weird, especially with the hat, too. Also... I just thought it was weird that the writing was in white on those and it said Rangers. I don't know. I just, uh, I, I really have a problem with the baby blue pants, I guess. I, I feel like you on this. I, I just really have a problem with those baby blue pants. The rest of them are fine. Um, but they're, they're going to have a new stadium, which, uh, you know, hopefully you can get off and be able to go. Cause I think I'm going to go watch the Orioles play there. And I'm excited to see that new stadium. Yeah. Yeah. It, I'm hoping that the Orioles do a little bit better this year, but they won't. No. Um, I, and I, I get it. I already know that that's what it's going to be, but I mean, I'm hoping within like three years, I have something to get excited about. It was pretty exciting to see John Means this year. I mean, that was pretty cool. We I developed like a pitcher. Excited about more than one player. Yeah, we developed a pitcher. Yeah, well, I was excited about Jonathan Villar, and then we traded him. So uh, I don't know. The Dylan Bundy I mean, trade didn't if hurt. Really, what we're thinking about is, oh well, the Nationals got Steven Strasburg a long time ago, and they sucked with him for a long time. I'm not trying to suck forever with John Means. No. But okay, let's talk about that, right? The Nats have re-signed Steven Strasburg. Anthony Rendon is still a free agent. The Nationals feel like they maybe can re-sign Anthony Rendon too. I'll ask you this question. If you could only sign Steven Strasburg or Anthony Rendon, which one would you have picked? Anthony Rendon? Yeah, because he's the everyday player. He's younger. He plays every day. And Steven Strasburg has in the past shown seasons where he has not performed as well. Right, due to injury and stuff. And, and I, I just feel gonna like he's going to have another injury. I just yeah. feel that way. So whatever, I, I would say good luck to the Nats on that, but they know I'd be lying. So, um, obviously, you know, Anthony Rendon is going to sign with the Orioles cause we have third base open. So 
Yeah, that's a good one. The Orioles aren't spending money on anything, dude. No. Not even food. Except it's gonna be paper cups. The food's gonna be leftovers from last year in the concession stand. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh that will go ahead and I guess Brad, uh, I'll just we need a fun topic, not baseball, to get out of here. So um, we've already talked about Christmas stuff, but I know we're meeting up uh, for what we call Helmont Christmas uh, due to that's where we used to hang out in Harrisonburg was House Helmont. Uh, but have you done all the shopping for Helmont Christmas yet? You know me, man. I'm I'm one that usually waits a while. <laughs> I have not done all the shopping. I have done a good bit of it, and wow. none of it for Hillmont has come in. So I'm a little bit concerned on some of it because I ordered it a while ago. You might want to check and on now the shipping. I'm thinking, yeah. Now I'm just thinking, you know, what's the point of even ordering? I just need to go out and buy it. Did you ship it to the old Harrisonburg address? No, I know where I'm shipping the things, dude. Okay. Got that down. I, mean, I am a little bit concerned, though. Yeah, you might want to check on that. I have done none of the Hillmont shopping. I need to do that tonight. Impressive. Yeah. I also side note, I haven't put anything on Elster still. So. Oh, that's the family one. Yeah. yeah whoever has my name is getting pretty mad about it. I've... <laughs> <laughs> do they keep poking you on that on that website? I don't know because I don't I don't really look at my emails either. So. That's not good. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I've done that. I've done that shopping and I've put my list on there. So. But that's cool. Uh, so yeah, if you want to give me an idea of what I can ask for, you know, that'd be great. Yeah. But uh, that will do it for us here on 40 Sports. We're glad you listened. Uh, we're going to try to get back into it again next year. I know Brad's up in Northern Virginia, so when it comes to Valley League, he uh, might be a little on and off. Uh, but when we talk about Major League Baseball stuff, we'll bring him in because he'll be watching that. And then uh, Chris and Dave hopefully will be back with us over the summer as well. So we hope you enjoyed this episode of 4D Sports. Again, thanks to Ray Hernandez for talking to us. Be sure you're following us on Twitter at 40 underscore sports and on Facebook 4D Sports Podcast. Until then, folks, we hope you're having a great Christmas and a happy new year. Good night.